The following is a KPB MediaWorks production. Choose your fighter. What is going on, everyone? This is KPB Rodimus Prime, and we are here for the second season of KPB Cast. Now, uh, for those who were watching the podcast and it's... Uh, Initial stages. Uh, it was hosted by Raphael, uh, who's now on a leave. He's uh, going to be a parent, so congrats to him. Uh, I got to do his uh, fatherly duties, and uh, he blessed me to take over and uh, make sure that this podcast keeps going. And uh, hopefully, I do right by him. And uh, we're gonna get into it. So first, we're gonna start with uh, our first guest of this new season. Uh, he is uh, a stalwart figure in the New York City KOF community. Uh, Awesome player, awesome personality. I want to introduce to you guys Romulus Booker, aka Rome himself. Rome, how are you doing today? Yo, Roddy, man, I'm doing pretty great, man. I'm really happy to be the first guest of season one, dude. That's that's awesome. Season man. two, privilege, season two, bro. season Thank two, season two. Thank you. Season two, man, not one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm doing. Oh, yeah, season two, my bad. Oops. All right, still waking up here. But yo, man, seriously, thank you guys uh, for having me on, and uh, appreciate the kind words, dude. Nah, no problem. Um. You know, I, I just someone that's on my mind. And I thought we can talk and uh, uh, pick pick your brain, uh, just to see you know where you where you're coming from. So where's like what are your home beginnings? Like, tell me a little about about the beginning of Rome. All right, so um, Rome Rome Romulus Booker, the, the government name, uh, <laughs> was uh, I was born in New York, uh, Brooklyn specifically. Grew up, uh, I was born ninety one, so I was around all that like cool, dope, like you know, like just hip hop culture and like. Uh, just like the cool, like, like street kind of culture, right, of New York. Like, I grew up in that. And um, I think the earliest, like, I started playing games. I had to be, like, maybe one or two. Um, and the first game I remember playing, which is the game I love for, like, near and dear to my heart, is Streets of Rage 2. First game I've ever remember playing, fell in love with that game, was hooked. The music was dope. Everything about the game just, like, perfect, dude. Like, loved it. Um, so I guess I started with that and then like, you know, um, always got other games, uh, started to get into fighting games. Uh, my, my father's a gamer, so that helped. So he would always buy stuff. And, um, I remember we had street fighter two, uh, the Genesis port. I don't know if you guys remember that terrible, like, Oh yeah, of course. Genesis port had like three controllers. But, but let, me, let me backtrack. I don't mean to cut you off. Let me backtrack. You were yeah. two playing these games, like two years old. You remember this stuff at two? Like, no, I, I was a, well, my earliest memory, I had to be about two or three. This is about maybe 93, 94. My uh-huh. earliest memory was um, seeing my brother and my dad try to beat Streets of Rage 2 Mania mode. That's my earliest gaming memory. Okay. But the All earliest right. games I remember playing was like Streets of Rage 2 and Street Fighter 2 and like Mega Man X. Like those are like the three games I remember being really young, like three years old, playing those games. That I definitely remember. Awesome. Awesome. What, what are some of your favorite titles that have gotten you through like your childhood? Like, you know, just through, through your adulthood, you know, through your different phases. Like, what are your favorite, like, let's say in the first 10, 15 years, what are some of your favorite life-changing games? First 10, yeah, first 10 years, I'd say life-changing games. Um, Probably Super Mario 64. I was addicted to that game. Uh, There's a, a unknown game called Mischief Makers on the N64. It's really cool. Okay. Um, In terms of fighting games, Bloody Roar. I don't know, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people will not too much into that but i love bloody roar i, I love this n- never a fan but I, everyone around me loved the game so i respect it. So. 
Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, the game was dope. It, I mean, it was a cool game. Uh, Bloody Roar, um, the Alpha, excuse me, the Alpha series, specifically Street Fighter Alpha 2 was at, like, when I was a kid, I, I religiously played that on the Saturn because I, mm. I had a Saturn. So I played that game so much. That's probably even my earliest memory of liking, like, video game music, you know, like, besides Streets of Rage, obviously. But, like, right. Alpha 2, I played, put so much time into Alpha 2 as a kid, was addicted to that game. So I'd say, like, Alpha 2, Bloody Roar, um, I'd say Mortal Kombat 4, <laughs> which is another okay. uh, rough game, but I've played that a lot on the PS1, So, and I, I loved it. I know it's, it's kind of a bad game, but it, I don't care. It, it, you know, I, I respect it. You know, it, it might have not been bad to you, especially if that's all you've known at the time, you know, but yeah. uh, it, it's, it's your journey, man. So it, it definitely, we love it. We love it. Um, For- go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, uh, just you, for the teenage years, I would say the Soul Calibur games. I played a lot of those, uh, you know, as a teenager. I was really, like, into, like, the Weapon Master mode and things like that. So mm-hmm. I played a lot of, like, a lot of single-player fighting game content I was I was really big on. Like, even though I had cousins that played and, you know, friends I played with, um, you know, weekends, I was always into, like, single-player fighting game content, like the story modes and stuff. So I was really big on that. And, like, obviously, the, the I'd probably say the the my favorite game as an early teen as a, as a fighting game is uh melee i'd say that okay all right i, I think yeah. it's underrated like the one player or the solo player fighting game experience especially people like us who are in the fighting community who are like all we do is like fight with live opponents or look at live opponents fighting each other like there there is yeah. a love for like the one player fight the cpu you know see how far it mm-hmm. can get uh, and you can learn some things. I think you can learn like a lot of reaction times, especially in more difficult levels. Um, I I remember playing like Alpha One, and like playing Alpha One on like level eight and stuff. I'm like, uh, I, this one like this one thing happened to me that like I'm I'm just so salty about like to like to this day. Like <laughs> um, I'm playing the game and I'm going through the game. I don't lose a round. Uh, I get to Akuma. I'm playing Ken. Right. I get to Akuma. And, you know, so, you know, Akuma, you know, level eight, ridiculous, right? So you go, yeah. he, he beats me the first round, I beat him the second round. It comes down to, like, the third round. And, like, I remember, like, he had, like, maybe three or four ticks of chip. And I hit him mm-hmm. with the level three, like, Shoryuken, I mean, the Shoryurepa. And, like, in the middle of the block string, like, he raging demons me. Like, he eats, like, the first, like, five hits. And then the last hit that yeah. would have killed him. He like as I landed for the last uh, dragon punch, he he did it, like in the middle of the block string and I lost oh, my mind. Insane. I took my PS1 controller and I flew it like a frisbee, and like <laughs> it, it yanked the whole system out of the like because <laughs> I was Damn. so upset. That's like the one time I like damaged my system because I was salty. So I, that I would have been a hype as like tournament. Like if someone actually <laughs> did that in bracket, I don't think it's something. I don't think it was something you could do. I think it was one of those like level eight. Let me get extra powers. Uh, let me let me defy yeah. the, frame, the frame advantage or the frame data and do whatever the hell I want, kind of thing. So, I I, I mean I, I have a similar situation. It wasn't like they didn't do nothing stylish like that, but I broke a PS2 controller fighting um Gil Third Strike Gil on like level <laughs> eight too. I think it was broke a pad because of resurrection, dude. I was triggered. <laughs> Ripped my pad in half. I have my cousin. <laughs> God bless her. She's watching me in the background. She still brings us up to this day because she's a gamer. But um, yeah, I broke I broke my PS2 pad. I was triggered. I didn't play Third Strike for a while. It was the um, was it the 15th anniversary collection they had on a PS2? That uh, was that. Mm, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was triggered, man. 
Mm-hmm. That's definitely. Um, what are your top three non-fighting game titles? Ooh, um, it's kind of hard to say a title. Can I tell you like a series? Like maybe the yeah, series let's, let's go with series. Yeah, or... that's fine. Series, okay. Uh, Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man, Man is without a doubt, um, you know, classic X. Now the Zero games, I because I, I played those first time this year and I fell in love with them. Um, those games are without a doubt my favorite. I can play any Mega Man game at any time. It doesn't matter. Um, after that, I'd say non-fighting games. I'd say Mario games, too. I'm really big on Mario, uh, you know, Super Mario World, 64. Is it Sunshine. Mario? Oh, like the whole Mario universe, anything in Mario? The whole, like the whole universe. I mean, if I had to pick one Mario game, it would probably probably be Super Mario World. Uh, I can play that one like every day too. Love yes, that game. That's a fun game. Still, yes. it's it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then three, this is because uh, I I mean I love fighting games, but like number three, I'd say um, hmm. I want to say Halo series. Uh, okay, I haven't played as much of it now, but um, I was really big and and to like Halo and uh, Halo two, Halo three. Like, to the point of, like, I almost went the competitive route um, back right. in the day when I would play, like, uh, it was a Hobby League store I would play at. And um, I almost went that route because I love those games. I play those games. I put a lot of time into those games as well. So um, I guess I could say that. But, I, I mean, I love – there's a lot of games I play, a lot of miscellaneous games. But I, I think my top three series will probably be Mega Man, Mario, and, um, yeah, and I'd say uh, Halo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those are, I think those are good choices. Those are good classic choices. I don't think there's many people that would argue with those choices. I think they're good. Um, so going into that, like you're now like in your adulthood. What got you started really getting invested in the FGC? Like, what what was like what was your life kind of before that, and what was the catalyst? Like, what pushed you into? Man, this is a little niche community. I want to see what I can do here. All right. So um, it's, it's different for me because I've played fighting games my entire life. And, and I, it's always been one of my favorite, if not my favorite genre. But for some reason, I just never knew about competitive play. I, didn't, I just would never think that it would exist. So I always loved it, always played it. Um, I would go to, um, there was a game store in downtown Brooklyn. I think it's still there. It's called Game Champ. Me and my friend would go there every other Friday. And they had a CVS 2 cab, a Marvel 2 cab. And at one time they had SVC, but, you know, that didn't last long. And um, we went there and we, w- we would always go every other Friday because my friend would buy like these anime DVDs. Like um, this was back when like, you know, this is like 2002, right? 2003. So you can't really, there's not a lot of streaming websites or if anything like that in terms of watching anime. Right. So you start to buy like the DVDs with like four or five episodes. So anyways, he would go there, he'd buy it. And we would see people playing and, you know, see people playing CVS 2 or Marvel 2, doing all this crazy hype stuff. And we would watch it. And it was always cool. But once again, it just never crossed my mind that, you know, there was a, a scene, there was an actual scene or anything like that. So anyways, um, fast forward a little bit. I used to play uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! competitively. I used to be really into Yu-Gi-Oh! in the mid-2000s. Played that a lot. Started going to a Hobby League store. That's the one I was saying that I used to play Halo at. They had a Marvel 2 cab there. Used to see people crack out on that. I'm like, man, this is still pretty cool, but I just never really got into it. It was so weird. Um, so this is where, like, I guess the fighting game kind of like it, what I was aware of a community. 
Um, I was playing. Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. You can't play in the room. Dog, bring her toy in here. I'm sorry about that. I just it's totally fine. Yeah, my bad. She's like, no, dude. Ugh. All right, yeah. So, um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so I guess you know when when it came to fighting games was um, I would play with friends. This is like. I want to say this is like a little bit later. This is like towards high school and towards the end. So like 2009, 2010, um, you know, when Street Fighter 4 was out on console, oh. I would always play with friends and, um, you know, you just cut school, go play with friends, stuff like that. Um, and then one Saturday, weird, weirdest thing, one Saturday, we all went to my friend's house at, at the time to play some games. And he had another friend that was there and they were practicing. And the friend was like, oh, he was like, yo, there's a tournament. There's going to be a tournament. It's his Best Buy in Queens. He's like, oh, there's a tournament there. And my friend's like, yo, you should go. You, you know, you're like really good. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's like an actual Street Fighter tournament. That's cool. That's like, so we all just went, but I'm not thinking anything of it. And this is actually the first tournament I've ever been to. And I actually won the tournament. Nice. And I actually have the trophy here, which is it's kind of weird that Best Buy has a trophy, but <laughs> I have the trophy. And uh someone there told me like yo do you go to chinatown fair and i'm like what's that and i didn't know what that was and he's like yeah like all the best players in new york go there this this, and that so i'm like oh okay there's there's more to this i thought it was just a random best buy event because i would see like um in high school i would see on the computers like people watching the third strike uh cooperation cups i would see those in the library but i thought that was a japanese thing again like i'm not thinking that oh there's an actual scene. I'm thinking, oh, this is Japan. Japan's always been ahead of us on gaming. Right. So I'm just thinking, oh, only Japan has events like this. I'm not thinking there's anything in America like this at all. So anyway, kids are telling me, they're like, yo, you know, your rose is good. I was abusing um, uh, Soul Satellite. This is when it was like really cheap. It was yeah. like zero frame. Mm. So I was just abusing it. I won the whole thing abusing that tournament. And at the time, like I said, I don't know anything about anything competitive. I was just right. fairly decent because I played fighting games my whole life. So, anyways, we go to um, go to Chinatown Fair one day, and then you know what happens there. It gets cooked by everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm the man. I won this Best Buy tournament. Go to Chinatown Fair, and that's it. Bodied by everybody. Yes. That's and, definitely um, the place to uh, get your bearings straight and, like, really gauge yourself. Um, I definitely yeah. have my own stories of uh, going to Chinatown. And, uh, you know, I had some wins, and I definitely had some losses as well. Uh, and, and the various games across, uh, you know, across the different uh, types of fighting games they have there. They have pretty much everything there at the time. Uh, older versions, yeah. newer versions. So you already know what it was like. But uh, I have a similar story doing uh, the GameStop. I did the GameStop uh, tournament. Uh, it, it started locally in, like, each store. And then, like, each store had to go to a regional all the way to uh, the finals. I think that's the one uh, that was documented in King of, King of Chinatown. Have you ever seen it? Oh yeah, I love yeah, that movie. That's, yeah, that's, that's the one that's <laughs> documented. I actually met some of the founding KB members, KB members that way, uh, because oh, cool. uh, in the store that I won, uh, I it, they they picked two winners. So I actually won. Me and this other guy won, who ended up being later on one of my official my founding members of KPB. It was the same situation. You come against people that are very casual. You know, you can tell they they just uh, there were these guys that came in one time. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Staples commercial with the easy button. Nah, nah. There was <laughs> a commercial. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like. A, you, you remember Steve? Yeah, Steve's laughing. So there, there used to be these commercials where like Staples makes everything easy. 
and it was like this easy button. So I remember these guys came in in like these white tees and they had like these red bandanas and like the whole time they're like, oh man, this tournament is going to be easy. And they had this big old easy button. They kept pressing it. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting annoyed. I'm like, okay, man, whatever. And it was funny because they all got smoked in like the first round and like left. <laughs> so, so like this big hoopla for no reason. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's funny because all you see is like the casual gamers and stuff. And it's like, um, I, it's funny when I qualified and went to the next one in the Bronx, Rico Suave ended up winning that. You know, mm. so and that's like the first time I, I saw Rico Suave ever play, and like his, you know, his he played able at the time, so it was just like, oh, he, yeah, yep, yep, so like, he was just smoking, like, but, but I definitely had the same, like, kind of like this is me coming back into the community kind of kind of deal because I used to be in it and then I was out. Uh, but yeah, man, similar, similar past, man, it's interesting. Uh, very small knit community, there's like so many things that are mm. intertwined, and like. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a small world. You you you'll find people around the corner that love it. You know, if if you give yeah, them a chance, it's, it's it's cool. And and I love to like I love to ask people too, like how they started, because I like hearing sto- like the same stories. I like, yeah, yo, there's a pizzeria that had Marvel one, and then there's a laundromat that had this. Because I'm like, yo, that's the same thing I went through. Like I had laundromats and pizzerias and like local like convenience stores that just had like a random cabinet, and you know. You just crack out on it, you know, and then you get better. So I, I is, it is cool. It is niche, but it's dope that you know we all have like uh, similar ways that we got in, you know. Awesome, awesome. Now I would be remiss if I didn't bring up in honor of Raphael who started his podcast. Uh, how you feel about some wrestling these days? Uh, being that Rob is a big wrestling fan uh, in the sports, uh, who who are, who are some of your favorite wrestlers that you uh? I know, I know you're, you're a wrestling fan. We talked about wrestling before, definitely. Um, sure. Who, who are some of your favorite wrestlers that you follow right now? Uh, wrestling right now is um, I. It's this is the worst it's ever been. I'm <laughs> I'm 28 and I have not watched the, the. This is the least amount of wrestling I've watched my entire life. Like it, it was probably one of my favorite hobbies next to gaming or you know just things like media. I should say. Right. Right. Um, it's just rough, dude. It's rough to watch right now. Um, I mean, I still have people like I love like AJ Styles. I've I've watched him since the TNA days. Mm-hmm. Always going to be a fan of his. Um, the Hurt Business, I think they look pretty cool. You know, and I like Lashley. They do. I think, um, I think Lashley is is that good. You know, he just WWE doesn't know what to do with him. But yeah, it, it, know, it's disappointing when you say that because when you have the advent of AEW and then these other companies, so not just AEW, you got a couple of decent companies out here. Yeah, the the whole the whole thing that everyone could agree on at one point was that there was no real competition. You have real competition, and I feel like people still aren't trying their best. And yep. and, and, and that's every organization. Like I, I I'm in some of the forums on Facebook. It's a lot of AEW fanboys just to be AEW fanboys, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're not there yet. You know, they got some talent, but they're not there yet. You know, the only thing I like right now in wrestling, honestly. It's Roman Reigns. Oh man, that's I, when I heard what thing. they did. Yeah, yeah. And when I heard what they did. I was like, okay, I might, I might turn the TV on to see what's like, going on. I might. That has yeah. been awesome. I, 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 I liked it. I will hope to see where it goes. Um, I, I feel like. Uh, so if you haven't been watching, um, so he he came back. He won a title. Um, Jay Uso won a, a fatal four way to become a number one contender. Mm-hmm. So. So now is the you know is the two cousins they're like at it, but there's been no physicality yet between them, which has been interesting. It's just going on three weeks now, 
you know, usually that, you know, when, when a feud happens, there's some sort of physicality. The heel gets in yeah. a beat down. Uh, if I had to, like, guess what's going to happen, I think he's going to go into their match and, like, really beat the crap out of him. Like, so bad for not touching him all this time to, like, really, like, establish himself as, like, probably the top heel in the company right now. You know, that that's my hope for where this is going right now initially. Um, yeah. he's been, he's that would been, be the best play to be honest. Yeah, yeah, like, like just have him kill Jay. Uso. Yeah, yeah, like, like they tag team everything, they're cool brother stuff, but they still got the title shot together, right? They got the match together, and so far, he's mm. done nothing physically to like to Jay or vice versa. So, I feel like they're gonna wait until that match, and he's just kind of gonna like railroad him, like, he's gonna like obliterate him, like Brock Lesnar style, you know, like, and it's not gonna be like a quick match, he's gonna like torment his cousin, like, just to make it look like you know, F family. This is about me right. now, you know. If that's he's my doing hope. this to family, imagine when he's not right. going to do to people who isn't his family. That's right. the point you want to get across. Right. This. Yeah, and I hope they do. I hope they hit it, like, home run. Because, right. I mean, Lord knows, we've been wanting this for, what, five years now? We've been we've wanting wanted a, someone. a darker range, dude. Yeah, because because you know? uh, Brock is uh, no longer on the contract, I believe. So he's For now. For, for now. now. He'll be for, back. But yeah, yeah. We didn't, I'm not worried about that. But back, but yeah. but yeah, I just want to touch on that. That's just like a little Ralph piece. I know he would like to see that. Uh, yeah, I still. I mean, look, I still love wrestling. It's just hard to watch now. You know, you know what wrestling I'm watching now. I am currently in November of 1999 of WWE. I've been watching back. Oh my God. Uh, the the yeah, I've been watching the network. I just been watching that. I just I'm right at Survivor Series. Rock <laughs> versus to be a, Triple H versus <laughs> Trying to be a That's historian. Why. You're trying to get the the Dilo Browns in like yeah. real quick. Like. <laughs> trying to get it in there man I'm, uh, i mean listen that stuff i was watching that stuff as a kid but i wasn't old enough to really understand, understand. Certain, right. you know certain things and now i do i'm i'm watching that man it's it's just really hard to watch the product and and i wish all the love and and hope for AEW cuz i want them to to prosper and i think they got a solid roster they just still got to work out a few things but um it just wrestling is just like even like you said with social media man like twitter wrestling twitter was killing me every day it was you know, oh, AEW sucks and from WWE fans and advice for like just the constant arguing over ratings, the constant arguing over talent, this person's copying that person and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, man, it's like wrestling fans are like, it's embarrassing to be called a wrestling fan sometimes mm-hmm. the way yes. people act on, yes. on social media. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't even try to tell people like coworkers that I'm like into <laughs> wrestling anymore because of like wrestling fans. Embarrassed. Like, Finally embarrassed about your hobby. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, I don't even I don't watch. I keep in the know because I have friends that still watch and I listen to podcasts. So it's like I don't know. Like I knew about the Roman Reigns stuff, even though I'm not watching. But I'm like, hmm, this might make me want to turn it on just to see how well he's doing. So let's see. Hopefully they do they do right by him because he hopefully. needs this. Yeah, we need this as a fan. You know. Yeah, the other side of it will be him winning the title, which would be wild. But I, I doubt that would happen. Oh, Jey Uso? No. So, um, what do we not know about you, the public at large, about Rome? Give us something. Something that, something you want to talk about, something that, that, wow, I didn't know that about you. Something that gives us that little shock. Oh, man, that's, I gotta think, because, I don't know, I try to usually just give, I mean, hmm. Something that you doesn't be too racy, about. uncomfortable, nothing like that. You know, just something that yeah, you know, like I'll, I'll go. Wow, I didn't know that about you, bro. You know, you milk cows. You know, I didn't know that. 
<laughs> you know, I definitely milk cows, but not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> what's something about me? I guess, um, I'm kind of, you know, what is? I know a lot of times I'm I'm viewed at as like uh, as someone that has like kind of an explosive personality. Like, you know, I love to I love to talk a lot. I love to you know be hype and engage and stuff when I'm at events, and I'm you know I'm all about turning it up, but. Honestly, one of my favorite hobbies is literally laying on my back, looking at clouds and listening to music. That's um, chill. That's yo, something that's... I could do. Was that? that? No, that's chill. That's a very chill. Like, oh. you go to a nice spot, a park. Sometimes yeah. you can blanket. A nice windy day, not too cold, not too warm. Yep. Just watch and just the clouds relax. move. Just yo, it's relaxing. Vibing. Yep. It's relaxing. It's actually therapeutic to just sit there and watch the clouds. Like, stop what you're doing. Slow down in life a bit. You know. Mm-hmm. Just, literally like just laying back got music on looking at clouds like that's something I, I did a bit as a kid when i would go to parks and it's something i still do to this day um you know it's just it like you said it relaxes you keeps you calm um and sometimes I just, you know you just gotta let your mind free uh especially right now during this this whole covid situation a lot of people are like too much in your mind and it's right. causing them to be a little you know their mental is not as strong just laying back and looking at the clouds and listening to like lo-fi or just any type of music, dude, like anything um, that just kind of relaxes you. That's, that's it, man. That's, I recommend anybody trying out at least once in their life. Um, that's something I like. I, I definitely like to do that. I, I figured maybe people might not know. I couldn't think of anything else uh, on the spot, but I think that's something, you know, I could, I like to hold near and dear to me. No, that's, that's definitely, that's, that's, you know, that's you being you. That's, that's you being real, you know, Real, real humans here, you know, talking. So it's, it's good mm. stuff. It's good stuff. Um, where would you have seen yourself this year if COVID wasn't an issue on the FGC? Man, fuck COVID, bro. <laughs> I had, oh, listen, man. listen, we I all had, had plans so... and dreams and shattered. Oh my god! But, but what would you have seen yourself doing this year? I mean. Put it like this. All I'm going to say is, you know, because I started taking commentary a bit more serious in the past, like, year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And let's just say I was talking to some people and I was going to have a really prominent spot at a really big tournament this year overseas. And nice. Corona said no. No. So I I'm just that, really man. upset about that. Really upset. Um. In terms of the FGC, though, I mean, I would have just been doing my thing. I would have been still trying to rock the mic because I was already slowing down with competitive play. So I was just going to still, you know, support my locals, support my majors, make those make more connections. Um, It, it really I really wanted to branch out more into just, you know, esports as a whole, because I went to PAX East and, you know, there wasn't much fighting games there. I was just doing a lot of networking with like regular uh, game companies and, you know, um, producers and things like that. So I was just really going to push that even more this year. Like I, I had like this year was going to be my year for like breakout for commentary. Like I wanted people to know, yo, Rome is here. Like Rome is dope. Listen to my fucking voice. Like, you know, I was really trying to put the work down, um, not just for me, but for my team as well, you know? And, um, definitely, it's just, definitely. Ah. it's been a pleasure to have you on our streams when we did, you know, the times and you're always welcome to be come back on our streams for sure. And uh, thank bless, you. Bless us with your, with your knowledge, you know, and your advice, you know. I mean, you you guys, you guys are the goats. You, I, I actually owe you guys for like starting me with commentary because y'all put me on, you know, back when when you guys were running the Chinatown beatdowns, 
y'all would put me on, you know, I would ask and, you know, it would be like a chill local, but you guys would put me on and, and Afro, man, Afro took me on his wing. Big shout outs to Afro. So, you know, I appreciate you guys for Shouts giving me a platform. He, he'll be up, uh, he'll be up uh, soon on, on, on uh, his show to see his stuff soon. So yeah, in the upcoming weeks. So you see, you would see him. Ooh, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. Yo, yeah, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> But but basically that I would say that was it is I had I had real big plans to just, you know, um, become, you know, larger in the community uh, through commentary, through, um, you know, still competing to a degree and just overall gaming and like as a whole, you know, uh, trying to just, you know, launch catapult my pa- my uh, platform, if you will, mm. from, you know, just working hard this year. But, you know, it, it happens and I had to come with terms in terms of like just understanding like, yep. This year is a dud. Just work on your stream. Just you know, work at your job. Work on your your mental health. Work on your physical health. Yes. You know, mental health is very important, right. especially in these times. These are rough times. Absolutely. People still aren't coping properly or not being able to cope. Uh, so it's very important to like get your mental stability in check. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. So. So we're gonna go into this question. It was just gonna go. It's gonna fork into two different roads, and we're gonna visit both of them. So you 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 learned that there's this underground fight club called the FGC, and like you're you getting involved. You know you you, you made your headway, winning a tournament Best Buy. Well, so what were the steps that now lead you to one being involved in the KOF community? And as a side note, also going into what I presume is your first team in playoff gaming. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how did you get involved into these two worlds? So KOF was, um, I mean, I, I always knew KOF kind of existed, but I didn't know what it was. Right. Cause I used to play the fatal fury games as a kid. Cause my, my cousins had it and I used to have samurai showdown one on uh super Nintendo. So I always knew of those characters and I knew of like, I played CVS. That's usually most, I'd say most American kids uh, introduction to KOF was through like CVS, you know, mm-hmm. uh, seeing the characters there. So I always kind of knew it existed. Never played a KOF game though. And um, one day we're, well, at this point I'm kind of learning more about the FGC. I'm watching like match footage and I'm going to Chinatown fair more and things like that. Um, and we would always see me and my friends would go. We'd always see KOF twelve there, and you know, KOF twelve. I'm not. I'm not gonna dog on it anymore. It's already been fucking. That game's been dogged out, right? So they used to have it there. They used to actually call it. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but they used to call it EX Coat Rack, uh, the cabinet at Chinatown Fair, because everyone would just throw their coats on the KOF twelve cabinet. Nobody would That's play it. So yeah. So anyways, um. Just like another day, we were at uh, one of my friend's house, you know, about four or five of us just gaming the usual stuff. We're playing Blaze Blue, Calamity Trigger, and Street Fighter 4. We're just playing those, right? And then um, two of my friends were watching on the computer. They were on uh, on my friend's computer. At, we were at his house, and they were watching uh, matches of, at the time, it was KOF 13, but I didn't, I didn't know, like, what it was. So um, they were talking about it, and then I'm looking. I come by, I'm like, yo, what's this? They're like, oh, this is the new KOF. And just this, it's been out in our cage for maybe two months at this point. And they're like, oh, this is uh, the new KOF that just came out. And I'm like, I'm like, what? They made a new one? I thought 12 was like, you know, the worst. I thought it like, you know, no one was going to buy it. And they was like, nah, this one looks good, dude. Like, check it out. And then I looked at it and I kid you not, it was literally like love at first sight. 
Like the rest of the day I was there, I only watched K- the the KOF 13. It was like, yo, Rome, it's your turn. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Skip me. Somebody else play. <laughs> Did you, I was you remember, watching you what KOF stream you were watching? You remember what that was? It was, um, you know, the K- KCE, like KOF Encyclopedia. Yeah, I yeah, think? yeah. It yeah. was a YouTube, the, um, it was like those matches. And this is how much I love the game that I didn't even care. It would be like, the vids would be like a two hour video of like nothing but like K Dash, Raiden, and Kula Diamond mirror matches. Right. I they were, they were the, the cheapest characters in the first iteration. Yep. And the Before arcade. the console, yeah. But I, I, I did not care. I would, I would watch those videos every day. I'd watch like four hours of like, just quit K Kula and Raiden mirror matches constantly because I was the game was it was gorgeous, dude. Like beautiful looking game. It looked hype. I'm like, yo, this game's dope. Like, and then um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a, a time period where like we didn't know if we were gonna get KOF 13 on console, right? Uh, so it took a while for it to come out. And I remember Chinatown Fair got um, they got the cabinet, so um, they had a cabinet there at, at Chinatown Fair. And I would go to Chinatown Fair, and it's kind of like a, a, a I guess, a two-part in itself, because I would go to Chinatown Fair and I would play, but I didn't know how to use arcade sticks, so I would, I would just play and get like bodied or whatever, right? And then I was like, you know what? We don't know when this game is coming out, so let me learn an arcade stick so I can go to Chinatown Fair and, you know, play there. So um, I borrowed one of my cousin's arcade sticks, started practicing up. Then I'm like, okay, it's still gonna be a while before we get this game. And I don't know when it's coming out. So I went to Google, like everyone does, <laughs> and I typed in uh, what is like what's the best KOF game? Because I was like, we don't know when 13 is coming out, but I guess I should play another one, right? So what's the right. best one? And all the answers was like 98 or 2002, right. obviously. That's what everyone says. And then I went out to my local mom and pop game store, and they had um, 98 UM on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Bought that, and then that's kind of how it started. I started playing 98. Fell in love with everything, with the music and the game and everything. And then from there, I went on and started playing the older KOFs and, like, doing more research. And I was just hooked. I was so hooked on that game that I stopped playing Street Fighter 4 and just focused on KOF as a whole. Nice. And then, um, you know, KOF 13 comes out. I play that constantly. And, yeah. And then, so with um, going into uh, Play All Gaming, so I remember when, uh, when the founder, Jahan, when he was starting it up, um, he had wanted me, he asked me if, uh, if I could join, this is when he first started. It was, it was barely off the ground. It was like maybe one or two people. And I told him at the time, I was like, I wasn't sure. Cause I was, um, at the time I was like still focusing on school and, um, he was like, Oh, it's fine. No problem. And then I, I watched it grow a bit. And a lot of my like friends in the scene, they joined the team and stuff like that. And, um, I remember NEC 2015, I think. I think it was 2015, NEC 2015. I went there and um, I was competing in KOF 13 that year. And I remember um, I saw him there and he had just picked up one of my close friends IRL because I close friends at the time that I, I was with, they used to play fighting games too. And uh, my boy Uni, he was a really good DiCaprio player. He picked him up and um, I was like, yo, you know, congrats, you picked up my homie. He's, you know, he's hungry, you know, it's just not whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, and um. He was like, you know, he's, you know, I'm glad to have him on. And, you know, I would love to have you on still. And, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll rep. I was like, I'll rep PAG just for this event. I was like, just for this event, I'll, I'll rep PAG. And then um, I ended up having a good time, played in bracket, you know, got cooked because I was bad at 13. <laughs> but um, after that, we talked more. And I was like, yo, you know, this is cool. 
um, I'm down to be a part of a gaming team. And it's, you know, at the time it was, I was still very naive. So it was like, you know, I just wanted to be a part of something cool. You see like all the top players with like, you know, evil geniuses or mad cats right. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, cool. I joined this team. It looks cool. We have a cool name, you know, play all gaming and we're part of this team. But, um, you know, that's kind of how I joined up with PAG. This is like, I said, like 2015, I think it was. Around that time, 2014, 2015, I can't really remember. Uh, but it, I mean, uh, and then I joined, yeah, and I was a, a part of PAG and, and things like that for a few years. Good, good. Um, we're gonna get into your current team a little later on. Um, but what's what's something you can tell people? What what are the qualities and fun things about being a part of an organization, especially when it comes to gaming? Through your experience, um, say, your experience in in the team. From my experience from both teams well from just i've only been a part of two teams but right and the same thing is is the camaraderie um getting tight with like your teammates um you know uh you because you see them at events you travel with them you start to know them more on a a personal level and you realize that you have there's other things in common that you have outside of just fighting games and um just building friendships out of that i think that's one of the best things of um of being in a team because you know there's players that you might not have access to if you're not in a team with them, but if you are in a team with them because you're, you know, you're now under the same umbrella, um, then there might be a situation where you guys talk and then you realize, oh, wow, I actually, me and this person are bonding over, over an anime or a TV show or the same type of music. And then you learn more about the person and you start to, you know, appreciate them more. Um, and you look past that. So there was, there was some friends that I made on PAG that I've hung out with outside of gaming events. Like we've, we've went to hang out at movies. We've chilled at like a concert or something, you know, like there's, there's people like that. So that's probably for me, the, the biggest thing is just like, you know, if you have a team that that's, that's into that, that's real, you know, everyone likes to hang out and things like that. And, you know, you meet people and learn more about them. Then I think that's like the best thing is like learning how to work together. Cause it's a team at the end of the day. So if you have a bunch of people on a team and no one talks to each other, it's like, is it really a team? You know? Right. Right. Or are you guys just walking around in esports jerseys? Like, right. I definitely, on? definitely agree with that. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite things about being a part of a team or organization has always been like, especially when you're a player is that you always have someone rooting for you, especially if you're, if you're, if you're deep in tournament or just a regular match, you know, you have your, your team, you have your, three five ten people that are behind you rooting for you and i yeah. think that's always a good thing because as we all know in life we don't always have people rooting for us all the time and um mm-hmm. that that's always a good feeling to have a team you know really hold it down for you and like just have your back when, when especially when you're going through those moments you know the stress of the, the match are you winning are you losing you know what's my next move and then some people respond well to that support you know so is that something for you? How, how how does it feel for you? Like when when you're competing, and you, your team, do you do you like that? Is it is it too much for you? Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love when people was like, "Yo, let's go Rome," you know, like yeah. teammates or like you know is that re- amp like, you that that that, 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 that puts the battery in your back, like it amps you up. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I mean, um, it's I think it's pretty cool. Um, and it, you know, people having people in your corner. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's really cool if it works out, but if you lose, it's like ah, I kind of let everybody down right. type thing. But I mean, I I love it. But, but um, it's unconditional. So even if, even if you lose, they still gave that to you. They right? still vibe, and, and yeah. that in itself, yeah, that's a good feeling. Like, yeah, I was gonna say this past NEC, um, 
because this NEC that passed was my very first tournament of a part of Dynamic Focus. Because I joined, well, we'll talk about that later, but I joined at the end of uh, ECT. So NEC was my first tournament. And uh, I never met her at the time uh, when she was on the team, uh, P-Chan. Mm. Um, she, was, she was on the team at the time. Never met her before. First time I met her was NEC. We, we talked for a bit because I'm, you know, I'm new to the team and stuff. When I played my VSAF pools and, and eventual uh, grand finals, she was with me the whole time. Literally known her for about 30 minutes. And she was like, yo, I'm going to go with you when you got to play. She's cheering me on in the background the entire time. So I want to say big shout out to her because, like, you know, that was really cool. And that was one of the things like, wow, okay, I just joined this new team. And one of the players is already like, yo, let's go. You know, let's get it. You know, I don't know much about you. I don't know much about this game. But we both got the same colors on. You know, let's rep each other. So, and I and I try to do that too. You know, with players like Gurr and uh, Jackal and everybody saying at the time, like I was around everybody. Like, yo, how'd you do in bracket? You know, everything's okay. Yo, you know, you know more about this matchup. Like, just try to, you know, hang out in that area and like talk to people, and um and see what's going on with them. And and I like I said, for me, that was really cool what she did for me. You know, like and I was like, wow, this is great. You know, I, I'm still fresh to the team, but the teammates here are already like welcoming. You know, and things like that. And that's what you want. Awesome, awesome. No, that's um definitely great to have a support system when when you're going through these things. Um, I I've I've been around enough tournaments where I've seen quote unquote loners go at it, and I, I've seen I've seen the like the depression of like no one really rooting for them. Great players too. Um, yeah. There's a story I I, I definitely remember uh, when we uh, with Steve and I were first going to tournaments uh, at big events. Um, and there was a KF tournament when I can't remember what year it was, but um, oh my god, what's the player's name? Um, the player, the Street Fighter player from the Midwest, the player with able glasses. Oh, Juicebox, Juicebox. Juice Box. Thank you. So yeah. Juicebox was really hitting KOF like when it first came out, like KOF thirteen. I think it was, it was the Winter Brawl after that year, right? I I believe I believe it was the Winter Brawl of twenty twelve. I I believe so. So he was he was in there. He was playing wherever he was. He got bopped. He got bopped. And I mm. remember, uh, shout out to Jukebox. I love you, man. You're awesome. Your content, your personality. I don't care anyone He's says great. about you. Uh, I remember me and me and Steve were leaving like one of the rooms and we saw him in the corner, like just slumped over, like like a game over screen, like <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> like like too many to drink. And then we we went up. I'm like, yo, Jukebox, yeah. you good? And he's like, yo, like he's real emotional. He's like, nah, you know, I hated how I played against Wef. And you could really see the pain, like, of him, like, failing. Yeah. Because he really loved the game. It was funny because he took that pain and won Street Fighter Four. The game he really didn't want to be successful at. Like, the next day, like, he ran through top eight. Like, it was it was pretty God, amazing. Like, so, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's those, up, <laughs> those ups and downs and how you take those downs into, like, the next step. You know, he, he made it. I guess for me, he made it worth his time, you know. Okay, I lose a Street Fighter, but I win. I mean, I lose in Kara, but I win Street Fighter. It's not a bad trade off. Yeah, especially it being maybe one of the top games at the time, you know? So, um, that being said, so how was the transition from PAG to Dynamic Focus? Uh, what, 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 what led you into, you know, it's time to move on, you know, what, what brought you to Dynamic Focus and how, how has it been? Yeah, so, um, in short, yeah, it was for PAG. It was it was just time to go. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was you know amicable at least on my part. It was right. you know it was just time for me. Like 
because when I when I originally joined PAG, it was just as like just a player, right? Just like I just want to play games. That's it competitively. But over the years, I'm like, no, I'm I'm more than this now. I'm a streamer. Um, I'm a commentator now. Um, I'm looked at as a figurehead in the in in the New York SNK scene and just East Coast SNK scene as a whole of like you know helping put things together and just being that guy that's always around and supporting events. So um, you know it was just time to to leave uh, to leave PAG. I just wanted to move on and I, initially I didn't leave like it might look like I left PAG to go to directly to Dynamic, but that wasn't the case. I was gone from PAG. I didn't join Dynamic Focus for another like three months. And um, at the time, I was really just trying to figure out what I wanted to do because I was losing my competitive drive as a, as a player. I was like, man, I'm, I, I'm tired of practicing. I'm tired of, like, you know, watching all this match footage. I just want to, like, relax, right? I just want to play casually. So I felt like since that was happening, I didn't have a place on the team anymore because the team, you know, expected players to be competitive. So um, I was just doing my content thing, you know, just streaming and, stuff like that and then i started talking with i would i mean i would always talk with aziza we'd always talk um because she always you know congratulated me on anything i did so you know you always putting in work and you know things like that so we would always talk um nothing major and then um just a few months passed you know and i, I had some time for myself wanted to figure out what i wanted to do and i was like well i was like it would be cool to be a part of a team again um but i was like i want to make sure i find the right team um that's that's good for me and it was only two teams that I was interested in and wanted to be a part of. Um, and I mean, this might be a little, I don't want to say awkward or weird, but one team was definitely kick punch block. And, um, no, of course, yeah. but you guys never reached out for, to me. So I was like, no, Oh man, we, <laughs> I don't think they listen, want me. <laughs> I, I, I hope we never took that seriously. We, we, you know, we go through so many transitions and things and yeah. it's like, um, we, we have to control a lot of damage. Not, it's not bad. But we just want to be organized and stuff. And like, I feel like we, when we do get approached, it's always at an opportune time, you know? Yeah. So, no, and, and it's then, understandable. And, and, it's and definitely, and, and, and we, we've always came from a situation where we never wanted to seem like we were poaching players from anyone. Cause we know what, what that's like on the other end. Like we've always had players poached from us like all the time, you know? And so, you know, we didn't want to be that team or seem like that team. So that was always, Right, a thing it's like yeah. stealing other players away. Right, yeah. right, yeah, I feel yeah. you. Yeah, you know. I, and then, you know it's it's okay because like I, I was understood. Like I mean, I knew it was never anything personal because I was right. you know you guys have always been great to me. I and and I always nothing personal y'all. but timing. And uh, I'll tell you, yeah. I'll take him from you whenever I want to. Just let you know right there. That, uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, oh, I love no. Aziza. I love Aziza. <laughs> she she she's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome lady. Awesome figure. Like she's gonna do a lot. In just gaming, and um, how I look She's at her is, is probably how you look at her, guys. Is she like the mother hen? Is she? Oh, like, absolutely. absolutely. Corrals you all in, keeps you guys in check, in focus, like the name says, dynamic focus. Is, is that mm-hmm. like? Is she, that her job? Aziza is always working. I have to tell her sometimes, slow down. I will. I will personally DM her and tell her, listen, slow down, get some rest. You know, did you eat today? Did you? She's always working. If it's not at her regular job, she's doing something pushing dynamic focus. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. merch, whether it's social media, whether it's um just basic networking. She's she works so hard that like that lady and I and I, I love her to death. Like I love Aziza. It's been 
it's been amazing being on Dynamic Focus. Um, you know, not almost a full year now because it was ECT when I joined. Right, and I was in October, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's it's been amazing, and she she's been she's great. Like all the credit in the world, and she is gonna do great things in um in the world of esports because she she has a work ethic and she's great. You know, she rallies us up. Yeah, we uh we're just like I mean we are her kids though, right? So we definitely we do things that uh disappoints mother but you know it happens <laughs> but she what is forgives the... us at, at the end of the day so. <laughs> what is what is you know uh not to be punished here but what is the dynamic of dynamic focus like how is how is the team you know how you guys get along how is it you know are you guys really in-depth family do you guys get mad at each other annoyed is it just like a high and by you know what what, what is that like I'd say um, it it goes back to just like the camaraderie, Um, you know, since I'm still I'm not new to the team, but because COVID kind of slowed a lot of things down, I I haven't been able to meet everyone as frequent. And, you know, we haven't been able to really do events and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, every day we're we're talking in, in the voice chat and we're, you know, we learn new things about each other. A lot of us guest uh, guest hosts on the other on each other's uh, content. Um, you know, just simple things like, you know, a retweet, right. goes a long way. And just like, if somebody's feeling down, you bring them up, you know, oh man, I'm not feeling it today. I'm feeling kind of tired. You know, whatever the situation is, we try to bring each other up. And, um, you know, a lot of us do have things in common outside of like, like Uchi, I could talk to Uchi all day about Power Rangers. Yeah, shout out know, to Uchi, I don't play yeah. the fighting game. Oh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> no, shout out to Uchi. Yeah. He's another cool Yo, dude. Oh man, that guy, another like. Dude, I'm surrounded by just like beautiful talent on Dynamic Focus, man. Like it's really hard to keep up. Uchi, we coming I'm, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Uchi's the man. But like, you know, just I would say, yeah, just like the dynamic is the you know the the friendship and like the camaraderie we have and the support system that we have. Um, you know, and everyone we kind of do think tanks sometimes too in there where we'll all think about certain situations and how to improve on them, uh, whether it's through gaming, through streaming, uh, things like that, you know? Um, so I think that's, I can always pop my head in there and in the chat and talk with anybody, you know, generally about anything, you know, and, um, now we're starting to do more group streams. So like you're seeing a bit more of that, like we're getting closer and, um, it's, it's just really good. Like I said, it feels great to be a part of like a team where, um, everyone is easy going. Everyone's easy to talk to. Everyone's working. Like that's that was the most like thing that stood out to me the most was that like during this lockdown we're all working. No one stopped working. Like yeah, we can't do events. Fine, we got YouTube. We got podcasts. We got streaming. We got like uh you know marketing. Just things like that. Everyone on Dynamic Focus has a role and they play their role right. Everyone does. You know they continue to work and they continue to keep going despite you know, the world situation. So I think that is the true dynamic of dynamic focus in my eyes, at least. Nice. Nice. So getting more into your, your playing career, respectful or disrespectful, who are your rivals in the community? Respectful, like, uh, like rivals you have respect for and rivals you like, you pop off and talk about their mom as soon as you get a win on them. (laughs) If there's someone like that, if there's someone like that, yeah, I think this, most this most more... players, I think everyone has players like that. Players that they respect, players they can't stand. 
I have played. The thing is, though, um, I don't, I don't want to be like, um, like uh, you don't you have know, to. I don't want to name anyone you don't really like. I'm not pushing you to, but definitely, I, I do want to know who's your rival. Who's oh no, nah, there's people I didn't like. I would definitely say fuck them if it was nobody I didn't <laughs> like. But I don't like this players. I don't. The people that I, I'm like, man, like how can I say this? Um, probably the most disrespectful rival is is actually one of my close friends, and that's Marco Polo. I hate okay. Marco Polo, the player. I hate that guy. Because <laughs> I know I can beat him. I've beaten him plenty okay. of times in casuals. I just have not done it in bracket. And that's what kills me. Okay. But, like, you know, I mean, Marco Polo Marco's amazing. Dude. can get under your skin. I, I, I've i watched many a match. i played some casuals with him. He's not easygoing. He's, but I think, I think that's his, as part his personality and part his desire for his providings to be good. And, and you know he wants his community to be good, and if that means him getting under your skin to help, you know, build that, I think that's what he does. So yeah, I, I and he, he does it well. He does um, it well. I mean, he's a great person. He's I, huh. I love like Marco is is amazing. Marco, when you're not playing against him in a fighting game, perfect person. When you're fighting him, he is like he is like he knows his the way he plays. He just knows how to get under your skin and force you to do. You know, make rash decisions or like spin meter in situations you shouldn't have, and do certain things. Like he's such a good player at like breaking down the mental. Okay, I think he can really break his opponent's mental down and like destroy them. So, but he, but he's someone like so. He's like I just I hate fighting him, but like, uh, mad props to the guy. He's an amazing player. Uh, respectful rivals. Um, Animonk has been coming a long way. Um, you know he's one of your boys. I, I love Animonk. I, he was like a young kid in the scene when I met him. And he's come a long way. I think when KWF 15 drops, I think he's going to be, like, one of the breakout players, like, to really look out for because he's been getting so good. Um, I love playing him. Uh, Malik, you know, Milky J, mm -hmm. that's, like, one of my original mentors uh, in KOF. I can play Malik all the time in either KOF 13 or 14. doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, guys like that. Aru, I love playing Aru. Talented, smart player. Um, we go back and forth. Aru beat me this day. I'll beat him tomorrow. If you beat me the next day, I'll beat him tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Um, so players like that. Um, who else? Shadow is a player because he's just an old school. Like, Shadow is, he's KOF. Like, he's Richard like Hunt. a raw, he's like KOF and raw. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's been around since forever. You know, he's played back in the arcade days. He played yeah, I can always count on him for a beer every time I see him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's IRL chin, man. That guy, the more he drinks, the better he gets, you know? Yep. So, I, funny story about that. Uh, I remember there's a uh, KO tournament called Boston Blue Beat, uh -huh. and uh, we all went out there to play. And, um, a, like, a week before that, he beat me at – um. I think it was a summer jam event. He beat me in it, destroyed me because he was drinking. <laughs> At the Boston Blue Beat, we got there and we found out that they don't allow alcohol. And I won. I beat him in grand finals. And I was like, yes. I was like, he only I only won because he didn't drink, right? Like I was feeling myself. Yeah, but man. um, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> but I, I guess those players, um, man, but uh in, in terms of respect, oh, I'm not a KOF game. Um I'd say a player that I, I love to fight is um is Duke um you know uh, Hardbread I think okay. Hardbread is just about any game old school um, any old school played. like yeah those like all those games from EX Street Fighter EX or right. the OKOF yeah he, he, he yeah, the, the, the two old two furious guy yeah yeah definitely respects to Hardbread mad respects to Hardbread yeah. yeah like 
I love playing him in, in anything. If it's not even if it's not SNK, I don't care. He doesn't you know, go I to like many in... majors. He just I think the last major I saw him in was probably like an old uh biggie event when like thirteen was still fairly new. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't um yeah, he's he's more of a like you'll see him at next level. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, when next level used to be open, he would be there like throughout the week. You go to the mm-hmm. basement where the third strike calves are and like you'll see Duke over there, you know. You go to a lunar phase event and you see him playing anime. Like he plays mm-hmm. He Duke is like probably one of my favorite players in the scene as a whole, just because he he like the range of games, you know, right. the old school anime. Like he could play a few modern games if he wants, but he prefers like that, you know, right. the old arcade Street Fighter and you know uh, games like that. So, but um, I guess that's really yeah. I don't, you know what? I'm I'm very nice man at these tournaments, and there's people I know that they like if they beat me or if. Like, they kind of feel themselves if they beat me. Like, there's a lot of players that I know, especially back in the KOF 13 days, because they didn't like me for whatever reason it was. I don't know. But for me, you know what my pop-off is? Because I've never really popped off on somebody after beating them. My pop-off is, like, if I beat you in bracket, and then I hear you go to your friends and you're complaining, like, oh, you know, he only won because, like, Billy Kane or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my pop-off. When yeah, I hear you complain, complain about my character <laughs> to your friend. Yeah. That's like I'm good. That's my pop off. Just <laughs> <laughs> to get a reaction out of you, like damn it, I hate that character. Whatever it's man. Yeah, when you yeah. when you go cry to your friends because you can't, you know, I'm I'm zoning you out with Billy Kane and you can't move. That's yeah. that's my pop off. I, I I bust when I hear that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was my Billy in like Kara thirteen. Like it's so aggressive and like people just couldn't stand it. I'm like so I get more o, you know OCVs than anything, not intentionally because. I, I it's just fun playing Billy in thirteen, especially. Yeah. And uh sometimes I'll just get in the zone and I'm like this they're making good reads and I ain't know Billy was like, uh, you know. I, I just play a weird team. I just play like I just play like Billy, Robert, Clark, you know. Oh man. So <laughs> you know. So that 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 but Billy was like probably the best character on that team at the time. Uh and yeah, like Yeah, thirteen I, I, for sure, yeah. Yeah. And character. you know, I, I I would just get, you know, the the hate. And like that, that, that you're right. That's more satisfying than like you being a jerk and like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, it's delicious. You hear them complaining about your character, like, man, that's, I'm in his head. Like, yeah, that's that's he's yummy. Mad. Like, yeah, I that's love that. delicious. I hear that all day, yo. <laughs> oh man, um, what's a what's a fighting game out there right now that you don't normally play that you feel needs more shine in the community? Uh, modern fighting game, I'd say that. Yeah, modern, some modern, sort of modern, or may continue to develop. Something that's out in the last, let's say, three, four years. Hmm. Or has been in tournaments in the last few. Something that, a game that you feel is good, it just needs more shine. Needs um, more I'm going to take a, a wild pick here, and I'm actually going to say, I think I think Blaze Blue Tag is, is really hyped to watch. Okay. Like if you watch like Blaze Blue Tag at high level, is a beautiful game. And I'm not just talking about Ruby Gord. I know they kind of made it a little like boring, but characters like Carmine. Like I used to watch Reno play Carmine, and the stuff he would do was like magnificent. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And I think that's a game where it always had a stigma of being like not a mainline Blaze Blue. So even though it was a, a scene for it for a while, and and people were you know cracking out on it, I feel like it always had a stigma, like a negative energy around it because people are like oh it's not a mainline blaze blue game what is this you know it's easy mode it's only three buttons and you know whatever the case is but i think i think blaze blue tag is definitely 
it's it's one of the hyper crossover games uh to me in terms of viewing um it is it's a great game to watch uh to spectate and, and the second and, season dlc came out just last year right like yeah last the, year yep last year november was yeah. like with the big patch where they had like the tank from blitz camp and mm-hmm. stuff like that and uh heart was in there it's got a great roster it's got a great look um, and it's, I think it's, I mean, it's not a, it's not a hard game to play. It's hard to win because you, you have to really learn how to use, you know, like the, um, the cross assault moves where it's like, you can bring out your partner and yeah, you both do like combos and stuff, but it's like, it's really in depth. You can be super creative in that game. And I think it's a game that if you put it on, I think a lot of people will like it, you know, cause it's like, it's almost like Marvel and everyone loves Marvel. Right. So, right. um, but I would say that game. Yeah. Cause I think most fighting games now get get some decent shine tekken 7 is is the best thing right now going uh mm. mk11 does well street fighter street fighter you know um so and and samurai showdown is is doing fairly well as far as the scene is concerned so i think most games are doing okay you know but i think blazeville tag is a game that didn't have a long lifespan mm. and it always kind of had that stigma around it and even though i don't play blazeville tag when i would go to majors and blazeville tag top eight was on if I wasn't in bracket, I was sitting in that in that um you know in that front row in the in the hotel yeah. watching. I was watching Blazeville Tag, whether it was to support friends that was in top eight or just you know watching it in general. I always thought it was a hype game. So yeah, definitely, man. I, I think there's a lot of games that have potential, but for whatever reason, whether it's the community or developer side, they don't get you know the love it deserves, and uh, they fall to the wayside. Um, which is difficult to watch as someone who's a big fan of fighting games in general. I like to see 99% of fighting games succeed. You know, it's not a fighting game that I really hate. You know, I'm a fighting game fan, yeah. so it's 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 just weird to watch. You know, games in general fail. I think, but um, yeah, we 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 we, we support what we can. Um, as a segue to that, I know you were really amped about Samurai Showdown when it was out. Um, how are you feeling about the game these days? Um, I, I still enjoy it, uh, just not at a, at a high level, but, uh, I enjoy it casually. Like I'll play it every once in a while. Now I just usually kind of run online brackets for it and, you know, do commentary, but, um, I do like the game. It's just, it's uh samurai showdown. It's, you got to wear your heart on your sleeve, man. That game, sometimes it's like, it is like your blood pressure will shoot through the roof, <laughs> dude. Like you got rage explosion activated and someone's running at you. You're gonna react with something, right? Yeah. Whether it's a backdash or a spot dodge or something, you're gonna be like, "Oh man, you're gonna get scared." And then the person might read you right, and then you eat an Eason and you lose like seventy five percent of your health. And it's like, oh Jump man, back like I to Eason. Oh my god, it's the worst, dude. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it, that game is just wild, man. And I, I do like watching it. That's why I love being on the sidelines. I love commentating it. It's an explosive game. Playing it wise, though, I will say for sure that it's, um, it's not my favorite game. Which is why I like um I didn't even play it that long competitively. I think I played it for like I don't know, like maybe a month or two and I was just like, Yeah, I'm kinda done with this. <laughs> uh I mean they've they've since then patched the game and it is better. I do think it's a great game. Like so I don't wanna make it sound like I don't like it, because I do like the game and I think it's a, a better game. Uh I just think for me personally, it's better to spectate it versus playing it. Spectating is great. I love seeing two players just mm. go nuts, right? And play a game of chicken. See who, like when both players got a rage explosion active, you're like, yeah. who's going to pop first, right? Who's going to be the one to 
to move and act first. So I definitely think it's one of the the more hype games if you know what's going on and you're watching it. Right. Um, but it's definitely something that uh, like in terms of playing at a competitive level, I'm like, man, nah, uh, I'll 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 chill. <laughs> I'll just chill and and watch. Even though it's it's funny because um, when I started playing the game, when I was really into getting good at it. I wasn't doing, I was doing okay. Like I was, I wasn't getting like top eights. I was like getting out of pools, but I wasn't getting like top 16s and stuff. But when I slowed down and I would just enter the support, I was getting top eights. Like I got top eight at NEC. I'm like, uh-huh. Like I <laughs> didn't stop playing the game by that point, you know? Uh, Frosty, I got out of pools. I got like top, I mean, Frosty was stacked, but I got really far and I haven't played the game at that point. All right. You know, so it, it was one of those things where I guess I stopped caring and I did better, but when I really wanted to get good at it it was like it was just it was hard it was really hard it took me a while like it's a game that i i think it kind of mentally breaks you and then you have to refold you know re- remold excuse me All right uh remold yourself to um adjust how it plays because it's not a it's not a traditional fighting game you know there's a lot of things that work in fighting games that may not work in that you know right. it's a little different so it's definitely different strategies uh for me uh i'm kind of in the same boat i'm i'm more of a spectator now with that game but I can really appreciate the character diversity. I watch like so many like top eights and finals, different characters across the board. And like, yep. I, you know, the, probably the most in any fighting game right now, you know, and we're talking about these are, we, we, we're in the age of rosters of like 20, 30, 40 characters in the game. And you still see the same five to 10 characters on screen all the time. Uh, Semi Shutdown has what right now about twenty five characters maybe, um, yeah, I, something like that. I've seen a yeah. good like half two thirds of the cast in like top eight, top four situations. Uh, characters that were once considered super bottom tier now in that same you know in that boat where they're 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 about to win a tournament or, or in position to win a tournament. Uh, and I'm very appreciative for that because. It is the biggest and the biggest struggle we all have with fighting against competitors is a balance, right? And like, yeah, sure. you know, you can't, you know, the, it's to the point where we don't even know what's considered perfect balance, right? Like we want all characters to be viable, but then like we don't want, I guess we want some kind of an edge at the same time. And it, it's, it's, it's never, there's no rule book for this stuff. You know, there's no rule book when the game's uh, designed and programmed they just do it and they go, oh, I made this by mistake. Let's go back and fix it, you know. So it, it, is, uh, it is it is refreshing for me personally to see that character diversity in Samurai Showdown. And that, that's, that's what makes it fun for me as a spectator to watch. Yeah, that that's uh, actually true. We, it's um it's funny because Shizumaru is considered the best character by most. Most people will say he's number one, right? right. And then... In America, we don't we barely have Shizumaru's. Like we mm-hmm. we don't really run him. Other countries, I know, um, Japan, they love like Shizumaru and Jubei. They run a lot over there. Yeah, they don't shy. But like at over all. here, yeah, they they trying to bust. They trying to win, man. But like we, you know, it's and then you got characters on say like Wu. You know, Wu is considered bottom three, but you might see her get brought out because she does well against certain top tiers. So it's like even if she's considered a bad character or a weaker character, she does good like against characters like Ukyo. Once he puts a trap out, he can't slide. That's it. Yeah, you no know? sliding. <laughs> so he can't slide. Yep. Now she gets to do what she wants. So it's like you even though these are weaker characters, 
because of the matchups, um, right. you can actually see characters that you won't see often be used in certain matchups, which makes them, you know, which makes the game more diverse, which is always cool for spectators. You know, I don't care what anyone says as a, as a, a competitive player. And, you know, I was a casual player first, a uh, competitive player later. I love to see diversity. I do not want to watch a top eight where everyone is rocking Vegeta on Anka and Cell on point, and then like Bardock. You mean, uh, you mean first year Samurai Shodan Evo when it was like seven ginger rolls? Oh my dude, I turned it off. I turned it off. I can watch it. <laughs> Who's the best ginger? I cannot watch it. It's called ginger. I didn't, I didn't watch Samurai Shodan Evo until it was like top thirty-two, and and I, I was like, nope, I'm not watching these scrub jube these um scrub ginger rolls that half of them don't know what they're doing. They just probably heard this character's top tier, so they right. just you know go into a bracket and pick him. Mm. I was like, I'm not watching this. I can't, I can't watch these pools. I was went right to top thirty-two, and I was like, I'll just watch this because you know top thirty-two is gonna have the better players. I know what they're doing, Dude, even though was... it was still a lot of injury, but uh, you know, I, I was rooting for uh, Alex Valle because he was just busting asses like uh, what's his name, Galford. Galford, yeah, and Galford was considered in the middle, you know, not really one to hang in the in the top, but he was beating the sea of Jinjuros right into top eight. I was like, yeah, man, this guy's. I want to see. I want to see a, a, a USA Galford win this, you know, Guy Jin, and then of course, you know, yeah, Hanafuda card yeah, in the face, know. and that's it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yep. yeah, man, it's 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 great to watch, you know, those diverse settings and like, and, and you learn stuff. You definitely learn stuff. You know, the game the game is not called Jinjo or Shodan EX anymore. Now there's a, right. you know, a nice variety of players to learn and. You know, learn strategies and tech, and you know, get better. So that that's definitely what I want for all fighting games across the board. You know, mm-hmm. that's definitely. Um, when COVID is over, what 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 do you hope to get back into? What do you hope to rekindle or like restart or like put your put your put all your your eggs in the basket on? Um, I want to get back, you know, back to commentating events. That's number right. one priority. Uh, well, just being at events in general, like right. I didn't realize how much I really treasured events until it was like, you can't go to them anymore. You know, um, that's something I just, I miss just hanging out with a bunch of people drinking and playing games and talking and just talking trash about games or just talking about anything. Like I, I miss that so much. Can you, can you paint so that like picture like a little more in depth? These are people, we get people that watch this that really don't know what it's like to be at an event. And like I always stress people that are into fighting games to come to one of these events, you know, despite what you may have heard on, on a negative level, forget all that. Tell if you were selling it to someone today, what would you say to them? So I, I'm gonna just tell you straight up, if you if you like loud noises, hanging out, loud people, you know, cool people, fun people, uh drinking, just um getting to know people like getting to know more about a human being, like Fighting game events, like, definitely are it. If you want a sense of freedom, like, for me, like, my very first event that I went to, like, uh, at a at a hotel was uh, ECT 20... I forgot what number it was, but it was 2013. I don't know if this ECT 5 or, or, like, 4 or something. I don't remember which number. But I, that was the first event I went to. I was 21 years old. This was the first time I was at a hotel, and it wasn't, like with like, with family on vacation. I was at a hotel with some friends, and a different state. Uh, we're 21 now, so we're legally able to drink. And that that weekend was one of the most fun weekends of my life. 
I got to meet a lot of people. The, fir- the, the first night of the event, there was a Marvel 2 exhibition. Just imagine being in a ballroom. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is going on. You got Yipes on the mic, and I think Golden, uh, was it Golden Boy Neo. I think those two are on the mic. Marvel exhibition. Everyone's just going crazy. Was that the fun. was it's that the four the four way exhibition? Was that Sanford and JC Sixty and I think it was like I some kind of weird was. round robin for players. It was like a yep. It was done on a Friday night, and it was like a round robin. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I, I mean, my memory's a little foggy on that, but I do remember it was a Marvel Two exhibition. But I'm I'm pretty sure I saw Santhrax up there as a name mm. on on the um in the display so um but it was like that that alone man and then the fact that you play your you play your matches it's just a huge color of people man you go to fgc events you see everybody every race is there uh gender every gender is there everyone is there playing games having fun you play your games maybe you maybe you don't enter maybe you do enter you enter bracket you go far eh, it's cool if you do if you don't go far that's still fine because Later on that night, you know, a Saturday night when everything's slowing down, you know, everyone gets together. They go to like, oh, we're going to have KOF 13 in room 300 or whatever. You go to room 300, you got people in there playing, cracking out games. You ask for next. Like, it's just the fact of it's like the you're in an event where you're doing what you love, what you um, one of your like favorite hobbies. You're doing it the entire weekend. You're around other people who share the same feelings about you as these games. Um, this the same passion that want to get better, who are willing to get better and they'll help you get better. And, um, and then there's the aspect of just like hanging out. Like, uh, one of my favorite experiences, uh, once again, bring up NEC is like one of my favorite tournaments. Um, every year at NEC, when we would have it at the casino, um, you know, the, the, um, casino venue, the S and K heads, we'd all put money together and rent out. There's a suite on the top floor uh the 14th floor there's a, a giant suite has like five rooms big tv every sun every nec we'd rent that out and all over there you just got kof is kof galore 14 13 98 you got other snk games everyone's drinking so much beer so much food's being bought um and then if you're lucky a wrestling pay-per-view might be on so while sunday finals is going on we have one monitor we watch on sunday finals and the other monitor on the big screen, we're watching like whatever WWE pay-per-views on. So everyone's going nuts watching wrestling, hanging out. Like it's just a beautiful feeling. It's like having a Super Bowl party for the entire weekend. That's that's one way I can connect to, you know. That's, and that's yeah. something that I I can't wait to get back to when things open up. And I hope that because we were locked down for so long and we were, you know, we couldn't go out. I hope that people that were reluctant to go to FGC events, I hope that now they're going to be like. You know, I was in a position where I couldn't go. Now I'm going to take that leap of faith and go out to my local or go to my first major and see how it is, you know. Because, yeah, it is negativity in the scene. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of that stuff going on yeah. the past few months. But there's also a lot of positive to it. And there's a lot of right. people that come to these events to do what, you know, what the event is about is, you know, making friends and playing games, you know. Um, there's negativity and everything. You just got to dodge that and go straight for the positivity. And I and I can honestly say that most of my uh, tournament experiences have been been uh, positive, have been amazing. And like I said, being locked down, it really, really made me miss those and, and take it for granted. So I just really can't wait for, you know, the minute they say, oh, we can have 
events at, at hotels now and the next event is going to be such and such tournament i am immediately going to work the next day and taking that weekend off if i'm not already off and i will be there <laughs> I, i'm going to probably the first safe major anywhere in this country <laughs> like that's how bad it's been like yeah <laughs> one thing that deemed safe if it's like northwest majors in seattle i'm out i'm going there i just want to go flying we out flying <laughs> You know, jet lag and everything. You know, just 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 to be at an event, man, because we we miss it. It's it's a big part of our community that you know because of COVID now we have to like find ways around it and find ways to just cope until you know we hopefully get to return to it. You know, um, yeah, it, it's interesting, man. I again, I I, I always tell people that people, a lot. Of, I have friends, casual friends that act about you know the fighting game, and they they see what I do. I show them video. I show other people. Oh, you know, so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, just come out to a local spot. Just, let's see how you feel there, you know? And and if, and if that does it for you, man, then then get ready to do more. You know, get ready to, to really view what we're like, you know, and what it's like to be an event, you know, the the the, the atmosphere, the excitement, you know, the oohs and ahs, you know, in the middle of your game, and you snap mm -hmm. your head, no matter what game it is, because you got to see what's happening, you know? And trust me, we've yeah. all done it. It doesn't matter what game is on. If you get a good ooh and a ah, you're gonna look. You know. Oh yeah, you hear some crowd going nuts. Like, yo, what game is that? You turn yeah. by. It, it like, could oh, be sorry, like dude. tournament fighters, or, you know, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Sailor Moon or something. Sailor Moon, it's something like, that you're looking. So that's the beauty some of it. Some hype going on. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Oh man, so you know, I want to call this, you know, call this a day. I want to thank you definitely from being on board and like sharing a little bit of yourself with us uh any shout outs any uh people you want to say what's up to any hopes wishes for the for the community um just for shout outs let's say you know big shout outs to you guys for for having me on thank you thank you and um for always you know being in my corner giving me opportunities you know like i said whether you know running when you guys were running events and when you guys would have me on the mic and, and always being someone to just kind of talk to you guys have always been great to me and i'm always going to appreciate you know everyone on kick punch block so just shout outs to you guys uh shout outs to dynamic focus you know like i said um mm -hmm. i love my team and they're great and uh, we're going to do great things and uh just uh shout outs to, to everyone who's um you know been using this this um lockdown to improve themselves in any way it is you know whether it's fighting games whether it's a mental thing whether it's you know your uh, health healthy choices whatever it is um you know just big ups to everyone and uh you know um what was the second part of that uh question Are there any any wishes you have for for, for people for oh. the community for the world you know any oh, any any oh, parting okay. words one uh, one last shout out too cuz i i just was remembering too like big shout outs to like all the the SNK heads that are like keeping games alive like you know with parsec you know, running the parsing yes. events, like shout outs to yeah. all the West Coast family, you know, Angela, Andy, they know who they are, the Midwest, the um, DMV crew, everybody just shout outs to them for like all the hard work they do to keep playing their games um, despite everything. And um, I was going to say, you know, just um, my, my only plans is just that we can get back to, you know, what we called normal. That That's all I want. I just want to get back to the best thing we can. And I'm hoping that, you know, um, we have a better FGC from it, you know, that it, it increases more positivity. I hope that we got rid of the negativity earlier this year. And I hope that going forward now, things can be a lot better and a lot more smooth and a lot cleaner. 
and just anything to uh, overall and enhance the uh, fighting game experience, you know. Uh, and of course, KOF 15. Just don't be a letdown. Please. Before we go, what, what's what, what's your one wish for KOF 15? What's your one make or break wish that has to be in the game? My we go? One, I'm, it's never gonna happen. But my one wish, I want them to go back to like the old like Neo Geo sounding music. But I know that's never gonna happen. So <laughs> I can see that. I, I, can see that. I, want. I, um, I want that, and I want teammates in the background. That I can see happening. My my wish, my one wish is they gotta have Team USA. I tell Steve all the time, if Team Ooh, USA yeah, yeah. is not in that game, I'm boycotting it. I you can <laughs> I I love you guys, SK. Listen to me clearly. You gotta have those guys. I don't care about these newbies talking about the new face team. Yoshio can have a seat. These guys have been waiting on the benches for a minute. They gotta come back. And Since that's all I ask. Dude. You dude, if they come back, I'm gonna play that team religiously. Okay? I'm gonna be the best team USA player in the world. That that's how serious I am about this. But uh yeah, definitely before you go, give us some um, social media, man. How can people reach you and talk to you, hit you up? So my um my Twitch, uh this which usually what I'm on is twitch.tv slash Rome himself. I basically stream like four to five days a week. Um specifically Wednesdays, like later on, I'm gonna be doing uh, what I call Whack Wednesday. And we just play fighting games, we have song requests on and I have people on Discord. It's usually wild, so viewers discretion is advised, but it's it's always a fun time. Definitely. Um but definitely check me out if you want to see what I play. I play a bunch of games, but you know, I do dedicate time to fighting games. Uh, my Twitter is at Romulus. That's at R-O-M-U-L-U-S underscore himself. Uh, for some reason, Rome himself was taken. So there's another Rome himself in the world. I don't know. Weird. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter um, where you'll see me retweet memes and, and sometimes ludes because, you know, we be horny <laughs> on main sometimes. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but um that's really it i don't you know i don't use a lot of other things to be honest i hate social media but you know you got to use it in this time to promote yeah. yourself mm-hmm. uh, so uh now that's pretty much it you're gonna see me on cyberfunk you know when that drops so okay uh, i guess you can check out my psn it's rome no like you all together in caps you know nice. if you want to get some games and anything and uh, that's pretty much it well romulus mr booker thank you so much for having for coming on to our show uh, gracing us with your presence for our first episode, second season of KB Cast. This is KB Vitamins Prime. Good times, good night. See you guys soon. Take care. Later. This has been. A KPB Media Works production.